0: You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors, straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride.
1: Podcast. This is Tim Hayes in Orlando, Florida.
2: Hi, I'm the little guy in Minneapolis, Minnesota,
0: <laughs> and this is Spencer Howe in Boston, Massachusetts.
1: You know, guys, we have amazing chemistry on our introductions and our intros. Yeah. It's great. Well,
2: we ne- we nailed that one in one.
1: So I think we should really – we really got to come up with a cool whiz-bang type intro for our live show at the Coalition Theater on Friday, September 25th in Richmond, Virginia at 10 p.m. Um, We do. Do you think we should have like tryouts for like a – do we need to have someone warm up the stage, you know, kind of like a opening comic or something? Like a podcast fluffer? (laughs) Yeah, you know, someone that really just gets the crowd going um, and then we come in and just – you know, knock their socks off.
2: I'm a little worried that we could get upstaged. I don't think we should do that.
1: We're not. Yeah, we've
2: cool. never done a live show. Be, being that we've haven't done a live show yet, I think hey. we should. We should roll pretty conservatively with uh, opening acts. Have yeah, you guys maybe. been
1: working on your um, repertoire for the weekend? I mean, are we just going to wing this thing?
2: Oh no! I'm. I've. I've been writing. I've been writing lots of scripts. Um, I just they're really good. I got a lot of jokes. I got I'm working on puns. So many puns. Well,
0: wait, wait, wait. This is a very serious cycling news related podcast, little guy. Uh, We're not we're not making jokes. What what are you talking about?
2: Well, we're not right now, but sometimes we are, and sometimes a joke is is a learning experience.
1: So, (laughs) like for example, one joke would be that little guy. You know absolutely nothing about cycling because this past week has been like the greatest week in the history of Trek racing, um, yes. winning the tour of Alberta in the freezing yeah. cold with, yeah, balki Molima. Yeah. And then yesterday, Jaimar Zubeldia forgetting that he was off the front for a long time. And we got all very excited for that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> was- awesome time.
2: Do you think, do you think, so do you think that he maybe believed that he was invisible like all these last few years when he raised his bike because no one had ever seen him? And, and yesterday he was like, God, it's like, they're, it's like, they're looking at me. Like, I think they can see me. Oh no, they can. See, oh no, they can see me. And he realized that he's not invisible. I like to be, that'd be almost as scary as being invisible is going from invisible to non-invisible.
1: I liked you know, calling you yesterday, little guy to ask about that. I said, yeah. Hey, are you watching the stage? Because Zubeldia is off the front, and you're like, do you think he just thinks maybe he's on a training ride, and then <laughs> you know he's just kind of out there on a training ride, and then just other I people? I just can
2: uh, yeah. Like I can't imagine how else he would he would wrap his brain around it being in the front of a bike race all by himself like that. Yeah. Sort of like, like, and and you know, obviously he's just. It just must have been a very confusing experience for for Zubeldia. It's been a long time since he had been I mean, at the front of things.
0: I, I think there's even bigger news than Zubeldia, isn't there?
1: Yes. I bigger mean, news. Because Zubeldia didn't even win. He was he just <laughs> happened to be up the front, which is pretty big news. But he the big ride. He put was in a good, ride. You, hand you know, stage sixteen today. Um, pretty amazing stage with a crazy finishing climb. And uh, as much as I wanted Rodolfo Torres of Team Columbia to take the win, for he was upstaged reasons. by the wily veteran, Andy Schleck.
2: <laughs> no. Andy Schleck? Frank oh, Schleck.
0: I'm come sorry. On. I got See, mixed our, up. Our fans oh, do come, come here for facts every once in a while. <laughs>
1: so Frank amazing. Schleck takes the win. And guys, yes. it was pretty amazing. He put on quite the show. I was pretty excited for him. How about you guys?
0: I, uh, yeah. Yes. I didn't watch the stage, but I I'm banking on little guy having watched it, so he can let me know if uh, if we saw a full schleck. Um,
2: which you know is what? The, so I watched a lot. Unzip. Yeah. I didn't. I I don't think he full unzipped. Maybe he did at some point when I wasn't watching because I was I was doing stuff and getting ready to get on with my day. Uh, but when I watched it, no, he never full zipped, and I couldn't believe it because it looked really hot. And I and I feel like that's the source of his power in the mountains. Is yeah, that he, the full he schleck. fully unzips and yeah. then he gets full schleck power. Yeah, yeah I I think huh. that's probably like I think we should probably somehow get this information. So, track should we? Frank's been a little slower the last few years, <laughs> and it might be because he hasn't been doing the full schleck, and he I just doesn't realize. Say,
0: if he can win a stage in the Vuelta, stage sixteen, uh, with as many climbs as there were in this stage. Should we yeah. be worried at Richmond twenty fifteen worlds that if if a schleck can do that without even going full schleck, what's gonna happen uh-huh. if he does go full schleck?
2: Do you think he's gonna go? I hope I mean, I guess if, if Luxembourg they they probably get two riders maybe. Maybe three. Yeah. And, well, so he, well, yeah, they'd go, but I mean I just wonder if he maybe he's gonna opt out. I hope he goes. That'd be great.
1: I hope Kim Kirchen comes out of retirement. it's yeah. It's like the Kirchin family and the Schleck family, because I hear that and read about how well they all get along together. They (laughs) were
2: best of buddies back in the day, I'm sure.
1: So pretty awesome stage.
2: But overall,
1: like, so congrats to Trek Factory Racing. It's actually been a really exciting week, um, and the Vuelta has been amazing for them, and it's been really exciting to watch. Can you just imagine if they get a bona fide... um, Grand Tour contender, like they can really put it all together, like a top I mean, five contender. You mean
0: besides right huh?
1: Yes, I mean that's just taken <laughs> for granted, right? But yeah. um are you talking about Hayes at all? Yeah, that might be the guy
2: because <laughs> he did get top five in a Grand Tour this year. You,
1: what do you get in the Giro? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> top four grand tour, right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought you were trying to not actually reference Hayes at all, but I, that you didn't realize you were referencing Hagadol. So, yeah, well, that was good. Again.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, great. Know, guys, great we
1: may see. not just need an opening act at the Richmond Live show. We may need a fact checker. Someone that yeah. just kind of sits to the side of the stage that can say, "Hey, um, you know, guys, Tom Bonin who was announced to the Belgian national team,
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, has won in this year. you know, like So then we can actually get it all together. Mm-hmm. Fact, so, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have to bring note I cards. Mean,
0: I don't know if we can find somebody that can type fast enough to, to <laughs> look, look up all so, the information.
1: So, so great news from Trek Factor Racing. But of course, mm-hmm. the bigger story, guys, is the Vuelta being the best Grand Tour mm-hmm. of the year? Yeah. You know... I feel
0: like we say this every year that the Vuelta happens. We go into it, and we're like, meh, Vuelta. And then halfway through, we're like, uh, it's still happening. And then the last week, we're like, man, this is the most awesome race. It's and good. Uh, Like, it sneaks up on you every single year. And I don't know how that happens.
1: I don't think this year has been sneaking up on us, though, Spencer. I think we've been pretty on – like, this has been a pretty amazing year. Yeah. Like, we are – okay, just for results-wise, Yaquim jo- Rodriguez – is now been racing for sixty seven hours and fifty two minutes, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, forty four seconds. Yes,
2: sixty seven. Like
1: so, yeah. So sixty eight hours, right? That's a that's almost. I'm gonna do the math here. Two and a half <laughs> days.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh-huh. O- yeah. Over two and a half days. Yeah. He's only got a one second lead on on Aru. That's pretty yeah. amazing. And what's I mean. crazy is the top nine guys. Like the separation for the, the final step of the podium is less than two minutes between yeah. Micah and uh, Valverde now at three minutes, 58 seconds.
2: That's it's going to be going to be an exciting last week. This time trial is going to be actually sure. exciting. I'm actually excited for the time trial to happen because I want to, I'm really excited to see what Dumoulin can do against uh aru and rodriguez and micah micah can time travel a little bit so, but dumoulin's obviously better but he's got he's got so a Dumoulin lot of ground to pick up.
1: one minute 51 seconds in the rears yep. uh does he have can he take two minutes out of rodriguez and aru for the uh the win of the red jersey in madrid yes
2: he, he can definitely <laughs> take that time out of rodriguez
1: god i do you guys
2: feel bad for rodriguez i mean <laughs> Forever a bridesmaid, never the bride. I mean, come on, this guy is going to finish with his career at some point in the next few years. He's going to retire, and he's—I just can't see him ever winning a Grand Tour, despite being such a great rider, great stage wins. Obviously, he's one of the best climbers, if not the best climber he's in the gonna... race right now.
0: Yeah. And well, I, the thing is with Rodriguez is he's been doing this long enough that he knows what his Achilles heel is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he hasn't really been able to improve it or possibly tried to improve it. I don't even know. Um, he must you know? try
2: some because he obviously, I mean, he obviously comes and tries to win these Grand Tours and if he ever wants to win one, but I just can't, I can't, I know, I, I can't see him taking, I mean, keeping uh, that time on Dumoulin. And, but Aru, <laughs> Aru could give Dumoulin a run for his money. With a minute a, and 50 it's seconds.
1: It's a 40K yeah. time trial. So if we're doing our back of the napkin math, 40K time trial.
2: Oh, I read like... the napkin. Can I get a piece of paper?
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. So what's that, like an hour <laughs> for us? And then like... For, 50, for you, yeah. Like 50 yeah. minutes for these guys? 45 minutes? It's going to be yeah,
0: f- yeah f- between 45 and 50 for most of the okay. top guys. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. It's going to be pretty awesome. I think... The entire world is pulling for the butterfly, Tommy Dumoulin, unless they're but Spanish. Because like I think so. is,
2: none of these guys are great time trialists in the top. I mean, they're not like they're terrible, but like Nieve, who the hell knows how he time trials? Chavez, no clue. Danny Morano, no idea. Quintana's pretty good, so he could leapfrog. But like the difference between Quintana and mm-hmm. Nieve in fifth is
1: is like half a minute.
2: You know, they're they're so close.
1: That's, what, could, that's yeah. what's amazing. So like. And that's what was really cool, just to see the, um, you know, Quintana going on the attack on the day that uh, Zubeldia was off the front, right? Quintana yeah. trying from a, wa- a ways out, like just leaving it all out there. And what's crazy is Quintana is that close to the podium, and he had a horrible um, stomach illness that he was yeah. talking about. Um, and that's when he tumbled down the standings to ninth place a few uh, few days ago. So yeah, it's gonna be well, crazy. But, and I knew Verde
2: too. So. Yeah, you could have a good a ride. You can time trial.
1: So there is Madrid, mm-hmm. but we and we still have what two like kind of a couple of hilly stages. We got a, so we got rest day tomorrow, Tuesday, yeah. and then we've got a hilly stage Wednesday and Thursday, Friday. Like kind of like three intermediate stages, but Saturday looks pretty rough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's like there's still like another day where Dumoulin is gonna have to really hang tough. Um, well, and especially if he takes the jersey.
2: And, yes. and everyone forces his team to really ride because not they're not the strongest team. In they the got place, Lawson
1: Craddock though, who's been making some good appearances. <laughs> he has
2: been. I know. I saw him. I saw him in the mountains there and and then, then the other day.
1: And we had another American in the break today. Warbass, former handicapped development uh, rider for uh, I Am Cycling, was off yep. the uh, front in the big uh, big break. But anyways, guys, the Juro has been absolutely fantastic. And since it was 16th Vuelta, stage, Vuelta. Vuelta, yeah, sorry, the, Vuelta. the Vuelta, my bad. Vuelta. Since it was the 16th stage, um, we held once again, another, uh, 16th place contest. It was the last one of the year. Um, unless maybe we do mm-hmm. one at the world championships and, uh, you know, for Gosh. 16th place, it is only fitting that, uh, Tommy Dumoulin got 16th place on today's stage. It's
0: true. He's been the yeah. hero. He has been the hero lately. And, uh, You know, a smart person would have put them on their VeloGames team.
1: (laughs) And speaking of Mm -hmm. VeloGames, you know, we did our fantasy cycling, and uh, the speed limits is uh, hanging strong in first place. Chocolate and Cheese and Roller Derby rounding out the top three. Um, Special mention to uh, Keith Richards of Professional Cat 3 Squad and Swift Cycles staying strong in fifth place. Then we do go down to roughly tenth place and we got the slow ride podcast B team, which is Spencer, who is uh-huh. beating both Little Guy and myself. So Spencer, great job. Feeling Thank good?
2: You.
0: Yeah, Ooh. I'm I'm down to like half of my team left in the race, but you do I'm have still Du-Malan. feeling pretty good.
1: <laughs> you do have Yeah, yeah you got to on. And you got Valverde. Valverde will still get you some points at the end there. Yep. So.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling good about uh about who I've got left.
1: Um you
0: know, a few strategic other choices could have been could have been good, but uh
1: yeah. That's
0: all right. I'm okay with it.
1: And then uh little guy Here's I think gear our... almost all the way down to the bottom. Um Don't crazy. worry, post
2: Post have uh, Vio is gonna have a really good last week.
1: So and I do wanna come out
2: crushing. Uh-huh.
1: I do wanna point out that Alex Kinney, um a friend of the podcast, who has the team Schlecks in Effect. Um, In fact, did not pick Frank Schleck on his team. So he could have scored some mega points, but he failed. That's serious Schleck oversight. So, (laughs) uh, you know, of course, fantasy cycling is a lot of fun, and picking 16th place is great. Um, The 16th place hashtag was awesome. We also got a a note from professional cyclocross race superstar Jake Wells, who got 16th place this past weekend at a uh, cyclocross Mm -hmm. race. Rochester,
0: Um, UCI, yeah.
1: UCI race, and he sent that off to us. Which, you know, we're going to have to write a letter to uh, our friend at the uh, UCI uh, headquarters. The one that's hopefully going to get us a press pass to the World Championships. And Mm, say, like, hey, can't we extend out the points? You know, like, I understand you want to just do the top eight in a cyclocross race or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But maybe they can still, like, skip places 9 through 15, but then 16th place you get one point. Can you just imagine what it would be like watching a race where there was points on the line for 16th place and then first through eighth. There'd be a lot of guys track standing at the the start.
0: (laughs) It could be good. Yeah, It could be good. You know, in the C1s, you know, where you get uh, points all the way down through 15th place. Yeah. Um, You know, one point for 15th. Maybe bump it back up to two points for 16th place just to, (laughs) you know, just to see if people are paying attention.
1: That'd be pretty amazing.
0: You know, have you guys (laughs) – been paying attention to the cyclocross cross shenanigans that have been happening this week. We have no.
1: A...
2: no. 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 No, okay. all I know is everyone's complaining about water bottles and I just don't understand just put a water bottle on your bike. Just put a water bottle on your bike.
0: Yeah, well, that it should be simple enough, but um I think there was some misinterpretation of the rule uh by the UCI uh, commissaires in Rochester that really screwed things up.
1: Is the That's rule is, is the rule that people didn't know how to put a water bottle cage on their bike?
0: No, everybody like, like they, they didn't
1: torque it enough, like the UCI rulebook says. Five. Everybody started
0: with a bottle, but the UCI said that they could not uh, change bikes in the pit to another bike that had another bottle,
2: like a separate bottle. You'd have to transfer the yeah. bottle
1: from bike to bike. You, to, so yeah, you only got one. Bottle. Wait, are you kidding? That's how that, that rule was pit? interpreted. That's that how that rule is
0: interpreted. Too. If you started with one bottle, that was the one bottle you got for the race. That how did was they the way know? it was interpreted. I don't know. But they had a, well, they have a pit official. So it was, you know, it was like, oh, if you took a bike and it had a bottle, you got dinged. And, uh, you know, Ellen Noble was tweeting about that. She got a fine for taking a bike with a bottle on it. Um, you know, she. Are you kidding? At the, yeah, no. Oh, that's she ridiculous. Was, uh, that, that's you know, she's predicted to be in the top. You know, definitely in the top five of that race, I would say. And uh, she finished like 14th or something, like way, way down. Um, You know, a lot of people struggling in that heat. It was 105 heat index, I guess. And they didn't allow them to take additional bottles. And they didn't allow uh, them to spray down the racers while they were racing, like from the Uh, sidelines. In the women's race. And then they saw how decimated that field was. And they allowed people to spray down the racers in the men's race. This is all on day one. On day two, they figured yeah. it out and, uh, and let them take bottles on the second. So,
1: so, is this what's wrong with cycling? In that people are so rigid, like the the people that are the officials, that they can't even do a common sense thing. And go like, wow, it's really hot out. You know what? I'm willing to risk my UCI stripes to let someone take a water bottle on a pit bike.
2: Like yeah. that's no, totally already- crazy. But it's not even that; it's that they don't even know how to read their own rules. Like, I think that's more what's wrong with it. So they if, So whole- if the rule was just that you couldn't have, you couldn't have a water bottle, and it was like clearly written enough and clearly interpreted enough by the officials, then like that that would just be the rule, and we could all petition for a rule change. But like, we wouldn't have to have this like weird bullshit. You know, it's yeah. like they don't even know their own rules.
1: Yeah it doesn't they, help that it, they it sounds like they're just a, they're enforcing them like that yeah. like a horrible eighth grade science teacher right like they enforce <laughs> them like they know them
2: that's right. what's most annoying is like well, they're, they're always they're very like oh no this is for sure the way and then later like that same day someone's like oh you know what yeah we were wrong about that yeah. dang yeah. so yeah it was uh it was- you know,
0: the UCI doesn't do itself any favors by throwing these new rule changes out, you know, a couple of days before the first race. And, uh, you know, I I think they were trying to avoid, like we discussed last week, the, the Sven Watergate uh, from Vegas last year by just kind of napping it in the butt uh, before it happened. But uh, without really considering, you know, I don't know, man, you could take feeds in, in mountain bike races. You could take feeds in road races. You can take feeds in crits when it's that hot. Um I don't see the problem with creating a You can take a feed
1: in the Madison World Championships, like a two hundred lap race. I remember guys coming down into the infield area, like on the apron, taking feeds.
0: Yeah. Really? Like it's insane. It's every single bike event anywhere, you can take a feed. And I know, you know, they wanted to keep it out of the pits because it was creating chaos, but just make a feed zone somewhere. Like what's the problem?
2: Yeah. Shouldn't be that hard.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Gabby Duran had a, a series of tweets about how, uh, how the heat really decimated her race. Um, uh, Jeremy powers actually wrote a blog post about how, un, you know, just unsafe and uncommon un- sense it was uh, to, to run the race like that. And, you know, he, he went out of his way to say, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm the guy who kind of stays out of these arguments cause it's not worth my time, but this is ridiculous. Um, you know, and, and, Tons of people, Ellen Noble, Jake Wells, all these people um, had uh, had comments about it. And so you know it's a big deal when pretty much the entire field of both men's and women's races are are against it. So, um,
1: and sounds it sounds like a mess. they did a hydration zone um, yeah. today. like Basically, like you could ride through to get water bottles, like a little feed zone opposite uh, the pit.
0: Yeah, with a shower and everything or whatever. Yeah. It was just... Was it like the shower hopes? thing
2: they had at the Beijing Olympics years ago?
0: i think it was more like a garden hose with a sprayer
2: <laughs> okay same sure. idea yeah sure what wait so do you guys know what this course is like because why couldn't people just put two bottles on their bikes like did they actually need to shoulder the bike at some there point some
0: pretty steep up and downs but um you know i think you could have got by with just running yeah most people had a bottle on their bike though well, why
2: not just run two bottles then? I guess it just feels like people are like making like it way more difficult because everyone like wants to run without bottles or run right. with less weight, which makes sense. But like, it's, like road bikers want to run with less weight, but you have to put bottles on your bike because it's hot out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I don't get it. I do. I,
0: yeah,
1: my favorite part was how Ryan Trebon was uh, all over Twitter making fun of everybody about the water bottles.
0: Yeah. Like, like just
1: kind of trolling everybody. Like were, He wasn't was, racing. No, but he it was just like kind of being awesome. It was great. Does Stop he race around.
2: anymore, or does he just troll people? He still races. Okay, I just thought he just trolled people and made fun of things on the <laughs> internet.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Cyclocross is uh, pretty much in full swing. We had Jeremy uh, Powers win the first day, and then uh, some Belgian oh. guy just destroyed or kind of destroyed everybody on the second day
0: instant basins yeah, yeah. was yeah. it timmerman was, that
1: was closest to him both and days timmerman and then who yeah. won the uh women's day uh spencer day two yeah uh
0: day two was meredith miller okay. day one caitlin and a two
1: pretty awesome you know american women uh cyclocross continues to get stronger and stronger i think that's going to be where we see our first mm-hmm. uh World champion. Can
0: we um no, just sure. throw down a, uh, a besides the junior podcast. world
1: champion that we had years ago? Yeah,
0: yeah. Can we throw down a, a slow ride podcast ruling on this uh, on this cycle cross hydration situation and uh, and just strike down with furious anger um, the term hydration zone? Like yes. why why is it a hydration zone? Can we just call it the feed zone? Why well, like can every you know, other?
1: It, the hydration <laughs> zone has so much more sponsorship potential, right? Mm, like you can yeah. really branch this out to like, you know, hey, it's Hogan's Biscuits hydration zone. And that no, sounds a that, lot it's better. Not,
2: it's the Hogan's Biscuits not hydrated zone. We suck the water right out of your mouth
1: and yeah. the Hogan's
2: Biscuit <laughs> non-hydration zone.
1: So the key is, I think, is the, you know, the sponsorship so, potential. Of so you're thinking
0: the, the Surge Cola hydration zone.
1: Yeah. Like, well, and like a hydration zone to me sounds more like when I hear hydration, I think of, you know, just swimming in the ocean or, or, or a freshwater lake, you know, like oh, a bath. Um It's, you know, hydrating. It's, it's great. There's a hose. Um, a feed zone. I don't know what's going to be handed to me. But nobody, nobody, yeah, yeah,
2: nobody gets, nobody gets, <laughs> I guess the thing is nobody's looking for food, you
1: know? <laughs>
0: Nobody's looking for
1: broccoli. People want bacon. That goes in the feed zone.
2: Is that still happening? People still doing bacon hand-ups.
0: Oh, I, I think that happens more than any than anything water hand- gets what, hand- More hand- than up, water yeah.
1: hand Yeah.
2: I so. just,
1: I just want to know how high up this um, situation got at USA Cycling, right? Like to the point that the technical director of USA Cycling called like the commissaire and was just like, "Look, you need to use some common sense." It's a hundred and five degree heat index. These guys can take water bottles. It's not hurting anybody taking a water bottle.
2: I okay. don't think common sense is written into the rules, though. I mean, that's that's why they're enforced the way they are, is because there's no there's no room for the commissioner to use common sense. Ah, okay. Yep, I looked all, right. all
0: through the rule book. Not one mention of common sense, so I'm not going to use
1: it.
2: All yeah, right. there's just one hard fast rule that i read really quickly and didn't really read fully mm-hmm. done
1: all right well we'll Fair be way. right back when we finish up the uh, conversation uh on other cool things happening in the world of cycling
2: cool
0: <laughs> i am jake wells
1: listen to slow ride podcast guys and there's also been uh quite a bit of news um leading up to the wor- uh, world championships and also silly season right the uh and then silly, also s- domestic s- season what was that little guy s- did you say silly season yeah silly season you know it's like the what is, when stuff. does
2: that officially start
1: right I mean, now it kind of starts during the tour um just like all okay. about the transfers and all that crazy oh news. So, okay that's so silly, silly. it's silly time okay um Got it. sadly we did get word that uh Smart Stop Mountain Khaki will no longer um, be around as currently as it currently is. Michael Creed tweeted today that the team is done. That Smart Stop is no longer going to be the sponsor. The team owner wants to continue on the team, um, but he does he needs a, another sponsor. This is a team that brought us a Eric Marcotte uh, national champion, brought us Eric Saunders started the team uh, more or less. Uh, what, 10 years ago in uh, yep. North Carolina. And then Adam Meyerson was heavily involved with it. So fans of our podcast know how important this, uh, how how much we like this team and how exciting this team has been over the years. So it's very sad to see them uh, moving they on. They
0: really took a dive, man, in my opinion. like They were like the the scrappy underdog team for so long. And then just like maybe this year, they just... Made the transition much like Team Sky did, much like Movie Star does, back and forth, like from good to <laughs> evil, you know.
1: Like, I don't, know, like I don't why, know. Why do you say they're evil? Like, what's the huh. like? They just like went. They to... be-
0: yeah, they became the team to beat, oh, okay. um, rather okay. than the team you were like hoping might be able to somehow pull it out. You know what I mean? Well, I that think... comes
2: with success, you know. It... That that comes yeah. with like whenever. Whenever anyone is successful to a point, you know, you just start you start looking the other way a little bit because it's not exciting anymore.
1: Too much. I think success. what was the saddest about that I don't want to say sad, Spencer, but like I I understand what you're saying. To me, it was the transition from doing crits and doing like kind of the the American grassroots style racing, like we're just gonna pile yeah, into the car and go to the next one, and then yeah. it became like you know taking on Optum at stage races right like it it was no longer hey we're gonna go to athens to go win athens um and i think that's where the the difference was and that's what the you know obviously they wanted to do but it does kind of take away from some of that underground like oh man scrappy underdog feel at least Mm -hmm. to
0: me no i think you're i think you're absolutely right for once
1: wow Hmm. Hey, um, Spencer, can you say that again? It wasn't recording. Um, maybe <laughs> just pick up the gain a little bit in your microphone. <laughs> that one so, time he so, uh, said
0: something, and you are 100% correct.
1: The smart stop uh, is no more. I hope all those riders land on their feet. Um, for me, I'd really like to see Eric Marcotte go to a bigger and better squad. Um, yeah. And by better, I mean a squad that can fully um, support him. And –
0: think that's going to happen. No.
1: And, you know, I was really hoping – we'll we'll get to that in a second about Marcotte. Uh, Let's go into the other silly season uh, thing. MTN.
0: We do want to wish the best to the riders on that team. We we do hope they get get rides everywhere. I hope the owners uh, of the team, uh, Mr. Bennett, um, you know, finds another sponsor. I want to see them go forward and, uh, you
1: know. uh, I don't think we said anything wrong. I mean, I think that this team was like the quintessential, you know – they sold out. They bought in really, right? Like like they they sold out for money, which was great. Like they made it to the place that <laughs> right. we would all want.
0: I think you know, I think we can leave it at, you know, we want to see the ownership move forward. We want to see the riders continue to do their thing. And uh, and we can leave it at that. How about that? So,
1: okay. Cool. Do you guys hey, want to risk Creed good luck? Yes. Good luck. Good luck to everybody. I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a lover. Not a hater. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right. oh, okay. Have fun on, Tim. You you enjoy that. This is a new Tim. This is a new Tim. Okay. Hey. Um. Mm-hmm. Good job. Guys, with Silly Season coming so hot, we have MTN Quebecca being linked to signing Mark Cavendish for next season. That's not in a million
0: like that. years. That's that's my my comment on that. Not
1: Never in a million years.
2: It makes no Never sense. Gonna. I think it's possible. Oh, I think this, guys, this would be the why greatest do you, thing why to do happen. I think it's possible. I think it'd be terrible, but why do you not think it's possible, Spencer?
0: I don't think they have the money. Even if, even if Cavendish said, "Yeah, sure," there's no way they have enough money to do that. It's, it's not. Oh, possible.
2: I, bet they, I bet, they get the money together for that. No, I, I don't. I have Guys, to think about the
1: lead-out train, though. It'd be amazing.
2: Every well, uh, maybe every rider who's beaten Cavendish once in the last ten <laughs> yeah. years would lead him out. Yeah, that would be like. And Cavendish... I, I kind of think it's worse if they get him because it's. I mean, you might as well just slap and like and like so, yeah. just beat up all your your current sprinters and tell them they're well, worthless.
0: Talk about well, changing a I scrappy mean, underdog into the hated team. Like, come
1: on, You can't you do don't, that. You don't think that there's anything like? I, See, I still think Cav... I I he's still... not good anymore. See, I think Cavendish <laughs> still has one quality season left in him. I think that he's just had some. Horrible crashes and just some bad luck. Yeah. I think that...
0: He is a more humble sprinter. That's for sure.
1: I think that he could have one of those seasons where everyone just kind of writes him off and then he has some sweet wins and then he just rides off into the sunset. It would be great. I'm like... Even though it probably won't happen, there's just something sure. cool about it.
0: You're all me. kittens and rainbows tonight, Tim. I know. I know I'm feeling good. Up.
1: The uh, road world championships. But... MTN Kibbeka, come on, who would be his final leadout? Would it be Bossenhagen? Bosenhagen? Yeah,
0: get get the band back together there. or would it
1: be Tyler? It might Farrar be Tyler. It might be Tyler. With his top knot.
0: Oh, wow. Well, man. When when Tyler Farrar wins a world in two weeks' time, yeah. he's gonna not be leading out Mark Cavendish, let me tell that's, you
1: that. That's true. That could oh, be. Guys, do you like all right, let's talk about worlds. <laughs> Let's start with Tyler Farrar, who is on the U.S. national team. Yeah, uh, yep. He's bringing his top knot as probably a team captain, like road captain, like maybe not the protected leader, but definitely the veteran of the team. Well, yeah. if it um, comes
2: down to a sprint, they're obviously rolling for him. Like I mean, it stays together.
1: So he's filling the void of Frank Rodriguez maybe for all those years? Like he's our top sprinter in America, right? I mean, Tyler Pretty. is our top sprinter, yeah, yeah.
0: right? So let's run down the team that they, they have
1: selected. Okay.
0: uh Cycling has uh, named Brent Bookwalter. How
1: many total do they get, Spencer? They get six, okay, uh, six. total okay.
0: men in the men's race. We have Brent Bookwalter. We have Tyler Ferraro. Alex Howes from Garmin. Uh, ben King, also from Garmin. And Taylor Finney from BMC. And then a sixth, sixth spot yet to be named. Chris Horner. You think
1: it's horner? Yeah. Ooh. God, I hope Boy, it's horner. you think it's horner?
2: If it's not horner, they're idiots if it's not horner. It has to be horner. Think no, of all like, the excitement Wait, this will generate. So, for, first off, first think th- of all the think of all the think internet, about the
0: sales of Master's oh, U-Sacrice yeah.
2: <laughs> bullshit this will create. Just think of all the magic think, it will create when he lights it up on one of those clients. so, so here's <laughs>
1: Here's some questions I have. So let's think about what USA Cycling has to do to make this decision on who the sixth racer is, right?
2: They're obviously going to so, fuck it up and not pick it, wait, you know
1: that. But. Wait. So, so, so here's what they need to do. Here's, like, the important. It's like, first thing you look at is actually a, ability to win, Right. Okay. And Boom. N- there's nails, no yeah. one. There's no one in America that that has a chance to win that hasn't already been named to this team.
0: There is no one in so, America who is more popular than Chris Horner. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, so
2: the second thing I'm is, let's be serious. There's none of wait, those wait. guys that are on the list have a chance of probably winning this race. Finney, it's, maybe. That's has not a true. Chance. No,
1: there's a reason Horn- why they're saving Horn- the Horn- six. You guys can say actually, Horner all you want. No. This is—
2: is has a better chance than any of those No, guys. he doesn't. No, he doesn't.
1: He does. He does. And here's why they're not going to pick Horner. Ha- or maybe they've... Here's the other rationale for the pick. You, you, you pick <laughs> he, he, someone he off... You got... The
2: guys who run USA Cycling when they are juniors together? Hey, little guys, let athletes. me finish
1: the thought process here. Oh, all you right, either all right, pick right. your your mystery rider based off of the ability to win, or you pick it off the ability to sell tickets or media, right? So... What rider fills both of those voids? And so, is there a Virginia rider on this team? No. Uh, is Ben King from Virginia? Uh,
0: ben King no. is, yeah.
1: Okay, so it, that takes he's, away he's the need Virginia. for the hometown guy. Like, you need to have a hometown guy to get, you know, yep. mom and pop out on the corner selling lemonade. Friend so
0: then Bookwater it comes down. From nearby North Carolina as well.
1: So, you really think that all Horner right. has the best chance to win? No. Yes. It's Marcotte. Take Marcotte. They're not going no. you to <laughs> <Holy laughs> pick Marcotte. You're insane. You know they're not.
0: Holy They're not going
1: to pick Marcotte. I I
0: said a few I minutes know. ago about Tim being right about something. I take it all back. I take it back. But he got that silver
1: is, at the Pan American paper. at Pan yeah. Am Games in Toronto. I would love it if
2: they would pick Marcotte, but they're not, especially because okay. one, this race is 160 miles long. What's <laughs> yeah. the longest race that Marcotte's ever probably had to do on the American? Eight scene? miles, 15 miles. <laughs> yeah. I said 15. Would you say 80? Yeah. They do 80 mile races. Wow. Maybe 80 miles. Yeah, that's like what was the what was the US like the road championship for the men? It's probably it was like, like, like 95 miles. miles. It was, yeah. It was, it
1: was, it's 160 miles. That's ridiculous. It's 160, 160
2: miles. Yeah. They can't. They cannot pick any domestic riders. They've never <laughs> ridden that far in their lives. It's,
1: it's true. So, they so, have to pick a world tour rider. So you're gonna go with? Well, Horner's not in the world tour. He's, well, he's only a guy that, that was a guy it. that was at the world tour. He's, he's gonna be okay. Yeah,
2: Horner. Horner rides 160 miles before breakfast. Come on, he's he's old. He's got old manpower. He's just crushing out those miles. So
1: so Horner wins. Okay, Horner wins the world championships. Right? <laughs> oh uh, wins gosh. the world championship. Does he get a ride next year? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't probably. <laughs> and
2: that and that, and he's still not
1: and he's still not able to get into the tour of California. That's why Safeway is <laughs> yeah.
2: sending... Sending like gift cards to all the USA Cycling like yeah. management right now, trying to be yeah. like, man, come on, we need a world champion on our team. It's gonna be so amazing. Can you imagine like, American
1: the world champion not getting into like Tour of California? <laughs> How embarrassing! It's that not
2: crazier than the former vaulted champion not being able to get a ride
1: on like no. a, a Tour team. If an American <laughs> world champion, that's better than being no, so a Grand Tour he winner.
0: Did, he didn't not get a ride on a World Tour team. He didn't get a ride on a World Tour team or a decent pro Continental yeah. team. It's He's not got, any like,
1: crazier. He so what, what other riders are out there in the pool? It's, besides crazier, it's
2: crazier that a, a Volta winner didn't because that's three weeks of showing that you're a good rider. The Worlds has had some some fluke winners in the past, and they always get tons of money. Igor Astorola.
1: Yeah, right? Come on. What a worthless rider. Hey, yeah. so does... Just- What's the rationale for them saying they weren't picking their sixth? Like, what was the like? Probably did they give I guess a reason? Us would do this. Okay, I'm just curious. So, so, who else is out there? There's Tom Danielson, still hasn't been suspended yet, right? He could come in. I think <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> they're probably,
0: they're probably <laughs> the sample for hasn't reason. come back
1: yet. <laughs> yeah, but he—that yeah. means he's provisionally suspended. Oh, okay, my my bad. So, it's probably gonna be Horner. It's got to be Horner.
0: I hope, oh, man. I, I, I <laughs> nah, really, honestly, not, I hope not, not. even get my up.
1: So, so uh, who has the best American chance, Taylor so. Finney? Yeah, probably I, would I,
0: not. I, I actually think that Tyler Farrar has the best chance.
1: He is a top like, ten. I, if he, he gets on the break,
0: a, he is a big dark horse. I will give you that every day of the week. But. He's yeah, he's been sprinting pretty well. He's not at like the pointy end of you know, he's not Mark Cavendish or whatever, but or Kittle. But he's been top ten at the tour sprints. He's been, you know, getting top fives for the last couple weeks here. And um
2: uh, it's you know, not a sprintery race, so it's 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 a, it's not, a hard it's man kind race. Of one
0: day race. And he's got yeah. that too. But so does Taylor Finney. I I wanna say so does Taylor Finney. I just you know, he's been obviously riding really well. Um, but who's to say exactly how strong those fields are?
1: Um, You know, it's just the. I hope Taylor Finney can do it. That would be just such a storybook ending. You know, like, sorry you don't believe in miracles, but that would be a miracle I'd believe in if Taylor (laughs) Finney won. Because of, like, the story with his dad suffering from Parkinson's, um, that Mm -hmm. horrible crash at uh, U.S. National Championships over a year ago. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, man, wouldn't that be awesome?
0: He's Um, also in the – on the list for the time trial, so he could he can also have a chance there.
1: Now as the only uh one of the three of us that's ridden the Richmond World Championships course, uh thanks mm, to man. our host for the weekend, Frank Cundiff. Um thanks, Frank. guys, you know there's gonna be uh some sweet cobbled climbs. There's gonna be some long, flat um roads. There's a crazy descent, like a long gradual descent that I would get dropped on. Um It's pretty. uh, It's a pretty sweet course. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Zwift, uh, the uh, kind of trainer video game where you hook up your trainer and you play the video game where you're riding your bike, they actually uh, video games they created a uh, Richmond World course, so you can hook it up to your trainer and then your course, to your trainer gets uh, difficult. Um, So you can go do that. But I, I'm excited for Worlds, um, especially for our live show on September 25th, 10 p.m. Lots of special guests are going to be there. not including uh tommy Dumoulin, um mm-hmm. tj van garderen uh-huh. or arm, dan arm wrestling uh dan from nam uh, you peter sagan's gonna show up because it's the party uh yep. he, or he's not gonna show up he's not not gonna show up that's true something like that
0: um <laughs> so the the we talked a lot about the the men's side of things um i actually think the the US uh, women's team has a much better chance of walking away with a Agreed. jersey than the, than the men's team. Um uh Megan uh, Garnet is Ooh. on that team. Uh, She's she on is fire. crushing it. Crushing it. Uh also Ally Dragoo, Shelly Olds, Corinne Rivera, Lauren Stevens, Evelyn Stevens, and Taylor Wiles, who is also a dark horse for this win. Um That's That a is a strong,
1: strong team. strong team. So even yeah. a a rider like Corinne Rivera, right? Like um Good sprinter. Uh, she's been around forever. Multi-time national champion. I don't know if Spencer, if you remember, but you and I raced against her on the track in Kenosha back in like 2004 when Cohen oh, yeah. was like 13. Like she had, she was on her <laughs> way back from Trexler town where she had won a bunch of the national championships in the juniors. And so yep. they were racing both Northbrook and then Kenosha, I believe. Um, so that was really cool. Now, she's one of those riders that can get up some of those stor- uh, short, steep pitches, not as fast as uh, 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 Garnier, but, you know, she'll be there at the uh, the end, we would hope.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Shelley Olds, also the wily veteran of that group. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for the women's race. I think you're right. But the big story, of course, is that the mountain bike world championships was just last weekend, and
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: we had a triple world champion. Currently, yeah. the world champion in cyclocross and road, and now toppling it off with mountain bike. That's kind of like a grand slam of uh, world championships for PFP. It's
2: pretty yeah. ridiculous. How do you? How, I can't see anybody beating her. Is a,
0: yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's, is, it's boss, gonna be really is boss coming? Tough.
2: No, I don't think she is. She's okay, taken. So, she took the, the rest of the year off. So, she is okay. We only have one unstoppable force in the women's race instead of <laughs> two that would clash and cause some sort of like black hole to form. It's possible. So that's yeah. going to be
1: that's that Spencer you're absolutely right. That is a stacked uh field. And then also we have at the um Richmond uh, World Championships, the U23 men's were being led by Logan Owen, who Quite honestly, has a really good shot of uh, being in the top five minimum. He's been on the podium at World Cups in cyclocross. He is a uh, well-known uh, uh, athlete in our area. He's uh, His team is managed by uh, Axel Merckx, uh, which is pretty cool. So he's now going to be the team leader for the U23 men, which also means that Logan Owen won't be at the uh, Cyclocross World Cup at, Inter- at Interbike at Cross Vegas in uh Next week. Yeah. Or, you know, a week mm. from this Wednesday. So lots of it's things happening call. in Richmond World Championship. Also, they're doing the team time trial, uh, trade team time trial world at Richmond, too, correct? Yeah. So BMC the is worlds. the current champion there. Now, they don't have TJ Van Garderen, and Taylor Finney is obviously concentrating on the um, individual and road. Who do you guys uh, take a stab at winning the uh the trade team world championships. God, I well, no we know
0: idea. who you're gonna say. Um, so I'm gonna say Eureka uh, Green Edge.
1: <laughs> okay, not bad. Sven Tuft will uh, be there for uh, Kendi. I hope he's in there for the Eureka Green Edge squad. Obviously, I'm gonna stay Movistar. Star.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Europe Car because they're gonna be so pissed off <laughs> that they had to fly across the world to do this stupid race that doesn't matter. They're gonna they're gonna crush it <laughs> so hard. Out of spite. So when you and win, then just, and then just hit the bars super hard after that, just like why? Can you believe it? Wasn't it the year of Car, the manager of the Year of Car, who who uh, was complaining that he had to send riders across the world for this stupid race?
1: Now, what do they get when they win? Like, do they they don't, don't get special pitch. jerseys when they do a team time trial? Right? Do they get like they a get like a patch? It's a patch. Okay.
2: Or like yeah, they a, don't get to wear
1: it on.
0: <laughs> what's an weird is they. Strike. They don't get to wear stripes in the individual time trial. But what's weirder is they don't get to... Like, the whole team doesn't get to wear them if, if they're doing a team time trial, like, in the tour or something. Like, it's super
1: strange. So I don't even know why they well, do it. What was crazy. Well, they used to do this as a standalone event. Remember, for, like, three years, it was in uh, Denmark when they first came out with the the Pro Tour yeah, yeah. when uh, yep. DeLuca won it. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know i, I got i get excited more for this idea of just the return back to the world cup kind of racing because this whole pro tour thing is just ridiculous but that's that's obviously uh agenda for another episode of the slow ride podcast so do you guys have anything else you want to add no um
0: I no, think i, I, think, I think that's pretty good i did yeah. see a sweet uh promoted ad in my facebook feed um for nash bar cycles i don't know if you guys have heard of this um this bike shop um, called Nash bar, but they had a sweet ad um, promoting that you needed to wave to all cyclists that you pass. What? Oh Wow. Yeah. Ugh. So it was, uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, I just wanted to, uh, to call that out. Cause I actually was like, Oh, what's this piece of crap? And then I was like, Oh wait, that's kind of cool. So it says, uh, if you meet a cyclist, any type of cyclist wave, The wave is a sign of respect and shared passion. Cyclists greet cyclists.
1: Now, guys, uh, we got quite a few tweets from last week's episode um, about the no fun allowed Wednesday night training races. And little guy, (laughs) there's one of a picture of you racing. Is that a bar end shifter on your cross bike? Yeah, I think we talked about this already.
2: Yeah, I got a bar end shifter on my cross bike right now. Not
1: bad. Why is that?
2: Because that bike, uh, I needed a shifter, so I put the bar end <laughs> on. <Huh. laughs> it's, uh, huh. it's not like my normal race bike because, you know, the teapot broke. Uh, So I got oh. a new teapot cycles. I told you did all this. You, did you
1: send, you, you have a new teapot and uh, that's good. I got a
2: new teapot, but I haven't built it up fully. It's almost built up. And um, then you can look at it and guess what it is.
0: <laughs> is, the, is the teapot back from the uh paint shop and everything no i
2: haven't painted it i've just left it raw raw pot raw okay. teapot. how about this one um so anyway this is oh, okay. my uh my like kind of you know around town work bike kind of do everything bike um so it also you know so, it's a it works actually i want to i want to just want to touch on this um
0: there's a I don't know if it's a hot debate in New England, but there was a blog post floating around from a, a local guy up here. Kind of one of the, you know, steadfast dudes, kind of one of the Gina Oberpillars, pillars, if you will. Um, uh, yeah. the New England area, the guy in the orange jumpsuit at the races. Um, it's always around, always supportive, always pretty nice, you know, like, um, good guy, but he wrote a long kind of sad blog post about how he's getting priced out of cyclocross and how he can't race because he doesn't have carbon wheels and he doesn't have the newest doodads and, uh, you know disc brakes and through axles and all this crap that's coming up and it's not like it used to be and how he's uh you know just not he can't keep up anymore and it's depressing um
1: i'm gonna so send I him just a bottle wanna,
0: cage. yeah yeah i just <laughs> want to say little guy you know you're keeping it real for a lot of people out there and and keep it going you know racing the steel <laughs> bike with the steel fork and the down yeah. now not even down tube shifter the bar end shifter well the uh, down tubes you know, you're, are- you're doing it for the people because you're finishing it's near terrible. the front of the race still You know, like. That's, I gotta that's, say, it's, it's,
1: and do you still have I hairy thought, legs, or are you shaving them, little guy? Because you know, the legs are shaved. Okay. I
2: thought, um, I gotta say, I thought the bar end was gonna be kind of a pain in the ass to race with, yeah. um, and it's it's not at all. It's actually it's just fine. It's not. There's only a few times where I've. Like you want, like I probably would shift, you know, normally, uh-huh. and then you don't, and then you just kind of treat it like a single speed. You just have to like sprint out of corners that you you wouldn't normally sprint out of because you're like, oh, well, I'm two gears too heavy, whatever. Sprint. You know? <laughs> so it's not, it's not. So it can I don't know, done, man. Is what I gotta say, I gotta, yeah. Well, obviously, obviously, all you need is a pair of cheap tubulars. You need a cheap box section tubulars, and it doesn't. Then everything else doesn't really matter. It's all what? about having tubulars. <laughs>
1: That's, then, I agree. Screw it. We got a, uh, a good tweet um, this past week from Panda Chops, who retweeted a uh, friend, uh, Sarah Connolly, and, and it was a picture of PFP at the uh, Mountain Bike World Championships as the French team took the mountain bike relay competition. And nice. she's up there in the uh, first place podium holding a very small, looks like an inflatable – um bike? <laughs> yeah. And but so the question is
0: about the size of a strider bike. Yeah, it's yeah, like a inflatable. it's a
1: picture of a strider bike, but it's an inflatable. Um, that might, yeah. No, it's a strider bike. It, it's not inflatable. I'm looking at it now. So the question is, is that an okay podium bike? That's hilarious.
2: Why didn't she is it of her sponsor, like whoever <laughs> sponsors her? Is it like
1: No, it's just kinda whatever? like just ho- A, I didn't know they gave away world championship jerseys for the team relay. Um, yeah. So, which is one woman. She has three men. four
0: yeah. world championship jerseys right now.
1: And then she's holding a strider, which is just kind of awkward and awesome. And then the Italian team got third and then, uh, it's, you know, got all their, uh, folks that were at the phone party with us a few years ago. Oh, yeah. But, um, what's crazy about this whole thing is like, is that an illegal podium bike? Cause to me, I won't allow it. like, because it's a slippery slope. Because, yeah, it looks cool, but then before we know it, like maybe someone's holding so, up a BMX yeah. bike, and then they slowly so, get bigger.
0: Here's the thing. If you brought the bike to the podium, that's a no-go. If the promoter gives you something from one of their sponsors to hold on the podium, that is your responsibility.
1: Okay. Ooh, mm. I like it.
0: That's what I would I that's suppose. What I
1: Okay, thanks for the ruling. Hey, um, we got a tweet just now from Ted Horowitz who says, "Hey guys, I took sixteenth place this weekend at Stage Two of the Gateway Cup in the Two Threes. I'm proud to nice. say it was my fourth sixteenth place in 2015." Ted, wow. congratulations! Consistency. Nice. I don't think you need to upgrade. No, nope, you are perfectly point. where you need to be, and that's yep. okay. Yep. Someone's so, got to yeah. be there. So, yep. Someone does have Absolutely. to be there. So. Ooh with that Wait, I got
2: one. Oh, I got oh. one more thing one more thing yeah, it's yeah. it's small, but let's just let's take a moment uh people I think he broke his collarbone or something he did just have a little moment of silence
0: Pepe posado he's not signed back to uh to lamprey either,
2: yeah, we don't know where he's going. he's got a broken collarbone, he's oh, got yeah. expensive tastes, so somebody please help out Pepe posado he'll end up somewhere he'll end up on his feet. God, yep. do, do, wait, do you guys so this is another thing. I know Tim you <laughs> wanted you wanted to be done, but I'm just going to keep going with this. One, Europe car supposedly has a sponsor. Chavanel's yep. so coming back. They're going to they're going to live on. Chavanel's going to move over to that team, which is hopefully yep. he's okay cuz he crashed pretty hard today into a railing and he looked like crap last I saw. But do you guys think maybe people could go to that team? No.
0: I that would be the dream. It depends on who's scenario, you know, yeah. but I
1: was Peepo yeah. on Elicio Wheels' team? Remember the, uh, the, the, uh, the spinner
2: team? He might have been. I think he was
1: on through all that time. Was he? Okay, because yeah, who is the probably. dolphin? Who's the dolphin?
2: The dolphin is uh, Pelizzotti. Pelizzotti, because
1: yeah. he was on that team. And that yeah. seems to me like yeah. the quintessential Peepo sponsor, like a flashy wheel company. Right? Like, yeah. check out the rooms. And, I, you know, what French team could possibly be cool enough for people? Well, like, what got type of yeah, French yeah. manufacturer? You know, like, you uh, got Renault. Ooh. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> you both were like, oh,
0: yeah, and well,
1: I'm thinking about how people, you know, I mean, he's done such a great job representing um, industrial sheet metal that we use in the uh, in washing machines and refrigerators um, for Lamprey that, uh, you know, where could he possibly go that, that can match well, I've, that?
2: I have been buying way more um, industrial sheet metal. Since he joined that team, no, he was he was Spencer's totally right. Mappe, Fossa, Quickstep, Liquigas, Katusha, yeah. uh, Farnivini, Neri, Satorlia, or whatever, and Lamprey.
1: And with yep. that, yeah, don't, perfect don't, don't. pronunciation and career bookends from yeah, the little guy. Yeah. We'd don't, like to thank you.
0: My people knowledge.
1: We'd like to thank you <laughs> for listening to the Slow Ride podcast. As always, we appreciate those who subscribe and tell their friends about us, write reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, and we'd also like to thank BK1 of Rhyme Series Entertainment for the intro and outro, and our friend uh, Love Lost, Love Found for the Mm -hmm. voiceover.
0: Yeah. We also uh, really appreciate all of our fans that have have uh, bought tickets uh, to our live show in Richmond, Virginia. Um, How many have we the sold? It's a Friday night uh, of the World's Week. I don't know the number, um, but uh, you can <laughs> buy tickets. You can go uh, for the lovely Coalition Theater in uh, in Richmond. Uh, it's right on the course, right downtown. It's going to be awesome. Um, so go to uh, bit.ly slash slowrv. Um, and that'll take you to the page where you can uh, find tickets Um, so please uh, continue to do so it is a small theater Um, we're not that popular so uh, the seating is limited so you're going to want to get on those um, sooner than later I would hate to see anybody miss out
1: Yeah. I hope we turn people away at the door oh my gosh (laughs) That would be it's possible. That would be. We should, we should
0: mention the the Coalition Theater does have a, a a booze license, an alcohol license, so you know it's not a dry show. Um, it's worth the five bucks to get in. Just <laughs> Trust me, you're going to have
1: to drink to get through that thirty minute of entertainment. <laughs> um, well, guys, I think the number one rule here that we have to uh, say, and uh, like has been spread on Twitter, always, always, always wave at your fellow spandex clown suit wearing nerds. Because they're on a bike just like us. And with that, don't be the guy. Don't be that guy. That's right. Good. Nailed it. You nailed it. Yep.
2: perfect. All good right. Job. Don't be the guy.
0: The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. theslowridepodcast.com and on Twitter at Pod.